Hi, everyone. Welcome to Parent Tell. My name is Kayla. We are parenting and telling you about it. We're pregnant and telling you about it. We are dealing with the postpartum fourth trimester and telling you about it. Um, all of those things that we need to just talk about more. Um, this episode is a little different, but it still has to do with um, postpartum, I think, especially, and also just being a new parent and kind of getting to know your baby a little bit more. Um, and one of the ways you can get to know your baby is through baby massage. So I have with me Helen Thompson, and she is the host of the First Time Moms podcast. And I was actually a guest on her podcast. Hi, Helen. Hi, Kayla. Really happy to be here and be, be your first, um, you know, talk about baby massage. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, you know, this was something that I think I found out about, you know, just baby massage in general when I was pregnant. Um, you know, it wasn't really something I'd ever uh, known about or given thought to before I was pregnant. And um, there was a baby massage class for five weeks, babies five weeks and older on base. Um, Cause you guys know my husband's in the military. So I signed us up for that and I, I signed up for it probably like one or two weeks before everything shut down because of the pandemic. So, you know, when I signed up, I had no idea that I wasn't going to end up going. Um, but I was really excited to do a baby massage class with, at the time, my super tiny newborn, because I just thought mm -hmm. it would be a really good way to bond. Um, and also a good way for my husband to bond with yes. the newborn as well, because, you know, a lot of times, between um, breastfeeding and I mean, that's a huge part of it. And also just depending on who's the primary parent that, you know, the baby spends a lot of time with that one parent and most often it is the mom. And I think especially early on, it's really important to try and get the other partner or the other spouse involved so they can start bonding with the baby as well. So, I mean, long story short, we didn't go because of the pandemic. <laughs> it got canceled. Unfortunately. Yes, I remember you telling me about that when we first spoke. Yeah. It was yeah. a bit bit unfortunate for you. Yeah, I was really disappointed. Um, it was something that I was really looking forward to. You know, I did I did some light research on my own and found a few very basic massaging techniques for a newborn. And I incorporated that into um, our bedtime routine mostly, but I still wish that I had been able to go to an actual baby massage class with my newborn. So Helen is going to talk to us kind of just about the benefits of baby massage, maybe what a typical class um, looks like and, um, maybe how you can find a baby massage class for yourself and your newborn. Thank you, Keda, for that lovely introduction. <laughs> I really appreciate that. A little long-winded, um, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'll first of all, there's, I'll first of all tell you about different sort of classes and the options of that because um, there are so many different options you can do. You can do Zoom classes. There are umpteen people out there that do sort of Zoom classes, particularly because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, people haven't been able to go to classes and stuff. But um, how a baby massage class actually happens, it's very much baby-led. Everything is baby-led. So if your baby's crying or if they've been immunized or anything like that, you need to just go with what the baby wants. Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the most important thing to say before I even start massage. And also to... Um, ask the baby's permission. And I know that sounds crazy, asking a baby's permission because a little, you know, five weeks old baby 
doesn't respond, but you'll be amazed by how much they do respond. They they know you'll know your baby's cues and if they want to be massaged or not. Oh wow! And that's really important to to watch for them. I mean, for instance, if they're crying or if, if you sort of rub your hands together, I'm just rubbing my hands with a bit of oil and just ask, put your hands up in front of your baby, write down and ask them if they want to massage. You'll see their, their responses and what they do. Wow. And if they're, and if they're sort of kicking their legs and really happy, well then yes, but a newborn maybe is not quite, you know, quite used to it, but just do it gently. And if they cry or if they're any, in any discomfort, just stop because it's so important that you're giving, asking them permission. It's like, you know, if you're being massaged yourself and you feel uncomfortable, you'd say stop. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just getting consent. Yeah. It's important to give your, to, to let, and to give, you know, accept what your baby's saying. So I love that. Probably, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah, it is. Because I mean, you know, we've got to teach them how to do that and, re- and respect what they, they say and, Well, that's, Um, I mean, I had no idea. I mean, it makes perfect sense that, you know, you are, you, you are asking permission to do a massage on a baby or to even touch a baby. And, um, I feel like slowly, at least in the American culture, we're remembering once again, that yes, they're a baby. Yes. You know, they are not comprehending Mm -hmm. things in the same way that we are, but they are a whole person and you know babies and little kids understand things and in such a greater detail than we give them credit for they just you know they kind of just communicate it in a different way so it really I mean yes absolutely makes total sense to me that you would ask you know yeah you would ask an adult's permission you would ask anyone else's permission so of course you're still going to make sure that your baby is ready and accepting to be massaged I absolutely love that yeah and you at the beginning, you also mentioned about dads. Now, although, as you've mentioned, my podcast is first time mom's chat, but it's also, you know, when you're massaging, it's good for the dad to massage as well. Because as you as you said, you know, if you're breastfeeding or bottles, well, no, I'm going to say breastfeeding because bottle feeding you can both do. But if you're breastfeeding, the dad sometimes feels left out and sort of thinking, well, how can I? And so it's and baby massage is great for dads as well because it helps them to bond more effectively with their baby and things as well. So that's actually one of the benefits because dads can get involved as well. Absolutely. That was a huge reason why I wanted to do it, Um, you know, with my husband and with Robin, for sure, to just kind of make sure that it wasn't just me who felt bonded to Robin and Jimmy felt involved and, you know, like an active participant, an active parent um, in his life, even though, you know, he was super tiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, that's that's a huge benefit and I don't know if you've ever heard of reflexology but I'm not a reflexologist but I know that there are certain points on your feet and your hands mm-hmm. that relate to all the different parts of the organs and there are certain points on the feet that if you rub those I think it's the toes that they're all the, the toes so if you rub all the beginnings of the toes that they actually reflect to certain parts of the body and they actually help with teasing apparently yeah, I um I find reflexology really fascinating. When we lived in San Diego, um I had an amazing acupuncturist. She's actually yeah. been she's been on the podcast before and she um I mean, I would tell her that, "Oh, I've had this headache like in this part of my head for the past 2 days." And she would stick a needle in my foot and she'd be like, "Yep, 
All right. And you know, it's, so it's really amazing how the body is just connected. And I think a lot of yeah. times we actually forget about the feet. At least I do, you know, cause we just, I don't know, they don't get a, enough love and attention for all the things that they do for us. But, um, and if you actually rub, rub the center of your baby's foot in a clockwise direction, when you're breastfeeding or just when you want, it's good, great for busy parents. If you're just wanting to relax and it helps calm your baby. And it also helps calm you because you're look, looking at your tiny little baby's foot while you're doing that. And it's, and you have to go in a clockwise direction because it's the way the digestion goes, mm. but it's, it's really calming. I mean, I've actually seen mums doing that in classes and it's amazing how, how calm the baby gets. Yeah. And that's a great point um, to make that it's calming for the baby, of course, but it is also, it's calming for you too, because it's, you know, like a rhythmic motion, your baby's feeling that motion, but you are, you know, you're making that motion happen. So I'm sure, you know, your heart rate goes down and it's just a really nice calming experience for both. Yeah. And if you've come home from work and you're just exhausted and you just want to touch base with your baby and you're doing that, it's, it just calms you both down. Yeah. What are the different, you know, the different massages that you can do on different parts of the body for babies like teething. I think I've seen a few that talk about helping with digestion, doing like clockwise on the stomach. And there was one, oh my gosh, was it drawing, drawing the letter L or drawing like a heart shape? Yes. It was something very specific. It's, a, it's the love, the, I love you. The, the I yeah, love you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. But tummy massage, you always go in a clockwise direction because you've got to go in the way the bowel moves. Okay. Because that's the way, if you imagine, if you imagine our digestive system, you've got, you've got your, gosh, you, you've got your, um, what's it called? Your small intestine. It goes, it goes in a clockwise direction. So you've got to move the, the aim of doing tummy, tummy massages because you're pushing out all those bubbles mm -hmm. and all, and all the sort of hardness. If your baby's got constipation or if they've got colic, most of the time I, they've got bubbles and congestion in their tummy. So that's what we're doing. We're pushing all the bubbles out of the tummy so that it goes out, out of the digestive system and into the nappy, basically. I know that yeah. sounds a bit. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, that's exactly what happens. I feel like I did um, also did the leg bicycles, like the bicycling. Yes, that's legs. another one I was going to mention to you too. Yeah. And you, I mean, especially in those early days when you can literally hear the diaper getting full. Yep. That's all it took yep. sometimes was just a little massage and he felt better. <laughs> well, there's lots of different tummy ones you can do. It, it not only helps with constipation and colic, but it, it helps with so many things. And it also helps with digestion as well. It helps move all that, all that stuff. I believe if they don't have colic or constipation, it's just a nice one to do. Yeah. Super sweet. Um, yeah, are, can, are there any for sleep? I feel like that's a big one that I'm sure parents would love to know are there any that kind of you know really deeply relax or just kind of like trigger the body it's time to rest it's time to relax our muscles yeah, yeah I mean you can do your just doing the legs very gently you know just massaging the legs very gently we call it the Indian milking because you're going from the top of the side down to the down to the little ankles and you're just going down slowly and that, that's a good one for sleep, but also doing the edge of your nose. Because I've worked in childcare for a long time. And I and I didn't know that this was a massage technique oh, wow. until I did massage. But I frequently am just holding my nose down and going from the, from the top of my nose down. Just doing that, it actually really soothes your baby because it's actually encouraging them to close their eyes. And it's mm -hmm. just very, 
I find it very soothing doing it. I mean, sometimes if I can't sleep, I'll just do that. And it actually really helps them to sleep. And also sort of on their forehead, you know, just sort of doing gentle strokes mm. like that. So, and, the, and even doing the arms, you know, just gentle, just doing very gentle little strokes. But if you, if you want your baby to sleep, I, I suggest you don't, you don't do it. You, you don't do it when they're overstimulated. Mm. For instance, if you're going to give them, if you want your baby to go to sleep and give them a massage, if you do it just before bed, that's a good time to do it because it relaxes them. And it, but don't do it just after a bath or just after a bath and they've had a busy day. Because if you do it when they've been too busy and doing too much, they're just they're just going to it's just going to be overwhelmed for them, particularly um, newborns because. Little newborn babies love love massage and they love touch, but you don't want to overstimulate them because if you overstimulate them, it'll might I'm not saying it'll have the opposite effect, but you know, it's not gonna benefit them if you do if you overstimulate them. So Yeah. I actually remember yeah. um when Robin was very young, if he was already you know, we were doing the bedtime routine, but he was maybe a little overtired. So he was yes. already just kind of cranky and whiny. If I were to start um, massaging his legs from top to bottom and his arms, it would agitate him even more. Yes. I remember experiencing that definitely. Yeah, it's and also one thing to I mean, I think it's common sense, but not to give them a not to massage them and then give them a bath. Yeah, for two reasons: a because you're overstimulating them, but the most important one is if you're using oil. They'll have oil all over them. And you know what oil's like in the bath? It can be very slippery. And, you know, you can hold your baby really tight, but if they've got oil on them, you know, you might not be able to sort of hold them and they might, you know. So that's important not to do it before a bath, unless you're not using oil. But even so, you're still overstimulating them. Yeah, it just kind of makes more sense to do it after the bath before going down for the night, for sure. Yes, and also the quiet, have you ever heard of the quiet alert state? That's when your baby's just beginning to sort of, they've had a sleep and they're just beginning to wake up. And it's just that time before before the witching, uh, before the witching hour when they're just, before they're getting into that stage where they're getting fussy, just doing it in between that time. That's what I call the sort of quiet alert state. Mm-hmm. It's when they're just waking up. And they're just getting ready for the day and they're just sort of really happy and relaxed. Mm-hmm. That's a good time to do it as well. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, Robin's older, um, but I can tell that he still enjoys uh, massage. I still do. Yeah. I still stroke um, in between his eyebrows down to the bridge of his nose. And yeah. I actually, so he's in, he's asleep right now because it's, evening here, even though it's morning yeah. time for you in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yes. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, you're in the future. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, it was my husband, and I take turns uh, for the bedtime routine. It was my turn and I was putting oil on his face already. And I stroked in between uh, his eyebrows down to the bridge of his nose. And yep, just naturally, I can just see his body relax. I can see it take just a little longer for his eyes to open back up after he just naturally closed them. It's so relaxing for them. Oh yeah. They love, yeah, it is relaxing for them. And it's also good for their social skills as well, because Mm. you're you're teaching them language. I know people think that's crazy, but you are. I mean, if if you're holding their legs and you're massaging your legs, you can be singing to them at the same time. 
and saying, you know, I'm massaging your left leg or your right leg and I'm moving it down and just saying little rhymes to them. I mean, one of the ones you can do is, you know, that's jelly, jelly on the plate. I don't know if you have that. Oh, I don't know if I know that. But there's lots of there's lots of rhymes, but you can just well, I you know when you're rubbing um, when you're rubbing your leg down, you just do little jelly rolls, and you can just sing to your baby all the time. I and mean, that's what I love about it because you're singing and communicating with your baby whilst you're massaging them, and yeah. you're seeing their smiles, and they love seeing your smiles. Yeah, it's just and a great love- moment for massager or masseur, I guess, and uh, receiver. Yeah, because mums, you know, they love touching their babies and touch is so important. It really is, um, especially when, you know, when they're super newborn, super fresh. When your baby's in, inside the womb, they've got all that fluid around them. And when they come out, it's like, oh, my God, I'm coming out into this world. And, you know, and if you touch, if you touch them very gently, that they love that. And even just holding them chest, when you're holding your baby on on your chest, you can just give them a, a little massage on their back. Yeah. But that's still cool massage. Yeah. I used to do um, almost every single night when Robin was a newborn, I would give him his bottle and then I would pretty much rock him to sleep and I would do clockwise on his lower back. And mm-hmm. it would, I mean, yep, he would be asleep within five minutes. Just so yes. relaxing. Yeah. 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 That's actually a good one for colic I, as well. But I okay. don't know why, but it's some connection to sort of the, you know, the, the back, the lower back. If you do, do the clockwise, it actually helps with sort of constipation and colic as well. Okay, good to know. But it may need the tummy. Mainly, it's mainly the tummy, but that that actually can help with colic as well. But I just see it by using the, you know, the base of your spine. I think you call it the, is it the sacrum? Or the base sacrum. Of your spine? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. The very base of your spine. If you do that in a clockwise direction, it's it's I guess it stimulates certain sort of nerves and stuff in that in that, that part of the body, and it it actually helps release with colic and stuff as well. So yeah, and it's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool to see. I feel like as adults, a lot of times we forget how connected yes. our body parts are to each other, and yeah, how exactly. they are. They're you know it's. I was just doing a stretch this morning and um, the instructor was talking about how your body is just built to help itself. So mm-hmm. if you have really tight hips, then your hamstrings are going to come in and compensate for that. And it's, you know, it's the same thing where your body is always constantly trying to make sure that you're okay and that you're, it's working the way it's supposed to. But I feel like as adults, we really just kind of forget about that. And yes. when you you know, when you're doing massage on an infant or you're kind of almost relearning how the body is interconnected when it comes to doing infant massage, it really is important to just remind you that like, you know, this applies to you too. Your, your body is receiving and sending signals to different body parts and you can kind of make it work to your advantage, whether it's through massage or reflexology, but it is important to, to know how your body works and, then you can pass that on to your baby. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree because you're you're sort of learning. Yeah, I was gonna something I was gonna mention after you said that you're actually oh. learning your baby's cues as well. Yeah. Because you're you're learning your own, you know your own body, but you're also learning your your baby's cues and you're also teaching your baby the cues as well. You're talking about hand-eye coordination, you know. Again, it's just one of those things where 
it goes so much deeper than just trying to relax your baby or yeah. just um, even just it's such a deeper bond, I think, than we realize. Yeah, because all the things you said, you know, you can talk to your baby, you can sing to your baby while you're doing it. They're watching you and mm -hmm, you guys are mm -hmm. making eye contact. And yeah, it's such a great and it only takes I mean, I think I probably would spend five minutes massaging Robin when he was brand new. Yeah. yeah, it's not a lot, you know, it's not a big time commitment. No, and as when you you said that you still massage your baby now that they're a toddler, but if you teach them when they're little to massage, I mean, most of, if you've if you've done it since they were babies, sometimes if you try and massage a toddler, they may not want to be massaged. Yeah, but on the other hand, if you've been doing it when you when they've been little, they might get get out this sort of little mat and the massage oil and lie down and say, "Mom, where's my massage?" <laughs> they've been. I mean, they've been used to they've been used to it, and they love it. And if they yeah. and if they ask you for it, that's really nice. It's, it's that extra bonding you can do when they're toddlers as well. Yeah, it's um, so, it's a way. Yeah, it's a way for them to kind of let you know that they want some special um, bonding yeah. time with you. Definitely. Exactly. And the other thing you mentioned about you asked me about benefits. I'll just say one more. So many of them. But it actually helps regulate and strengthen the baby's digestive and nervous system as well. Okay. Because whilst you know, when you when you're massaged, when you're being massaged, you you know how relaxing it is, but you're actually you're actually helping the digestive system and regulating all the nervous system as well, because it's relaxing them and you know, they you're helping develop all that. Does that yeah, so I mean that makes yeah. sense because you're I'm sure it's kind of increasing the blood flow, regulating yes. The blood exactly. Flow. Yeah. Exactly. Have you heard of the rooting reflex or the mm -hmm. suck reflex? Mm -hmm. If you if you actually touch a baby, I mean, I'm not. I, I've midwives who know more about this, but if you actually touch a baby on a certain side of the cheek when they're born, and just give it a rub, apparently it's a, it's an automatic reflex reflex that they will automatically root and suck. It's teaching them to suck, and they'll automatically go to the breast. Okay. It's I think just, I remember I think, learning that, but I don't remember which cheek it is. I don't think it I, I I don't think it matters which cheek it is. Okay. I I'm not I I, I don't don't count, you know, count me on that. But because when I was doing my childcare um training, I actually that's something we actually learned about the rooting reflex. And it wasn't until I did massage that I actually realized how true it was. Yeah. And it's just massaging on a certain part of the cheek. And apparently they automatically go go in the direction of where you're massaging, you know, where you're touching. If you're okay. if you're lying your baby on your chest and you automatically do that, they'll go towards to where that suck to where to where you're stroking. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean that's like, called the sucking reflex, apparently. Yeah. The more um, you talk about it, the more yeah, yeah. The, I remember learning about this um probably, you know a few days after I gave birth and I think I remember testing it out and yep, he would, yeah, he would turn his head in the direction yes. of my finger. Yeah. Wouldn't have even thought that a, a reflex or you kind of enacting a reflex is a type of massage. It's a reflex for them, but you are kind of initiating yes. massage, which then enacts the reflex. And that's another benefit as well. Yeah. You know, for mums to be able to connect with each other 
and most importantly for both all both of you, the mom and the baby, to connect with other babies. Yeah. And communicate and be social. And that's another 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 benefit. I mean if you I mean if you if you have got postnatal depression and you want to get out and you want to do something and you're you your people are encouraging you to get out and do something. Well, that's something you can do because you're you're there with other mums. You can talk to other mums about how you're feeling mm-hmm. and get all that out. And you can also help other mums. You can help each other to massage, you know, I'm not saying help each other to massage your baby, but you know, you can you can communicate with other parents whilst you're massaging, whilst you're massaging your baby. Yeah. So it helps, it helps on both sides. It helps the baby socialize, baby socialize. Although they may be little, they can still communicate with other with other little babies. So yeah, that's another benefit. I well. mean, it's basically there's no there's no cons, there's no negative side effects to baby massage. It's um, you know if you're listening and you have a brand new baby or they're just about to turn five weeks, um, definitely try and just look up a baby massage class around you. And again, with the pandemic, it might be on Zoom um, or even outside uh, with the warm weather um, here in the States. But I I love that. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be, I mean, to be massaged outside. Oh my God, the dream. (laughs) Yes. I've actually never thought of being massaged outside in the the weather. That's actually a good tip. I might try and do something about that one there. Yes, do it, please, for me. (laughs) (laughs) This has been such great information. Thank you so much. I, you know, again, personally, this was something that I was so excited to do with and for my new baby and with my husband. And it's unfortunate that I didn't get the chance to, aside from, you know, just doing a quick Google search, but I, you know, I still made it work for myself, but I really do encourage anyone who's interested in it to go seek it out and see if you can attend a class. Cause as we've talked about, you know, it's good for you. It's good for the baby. It's good for your partner or your spouse, if you have one and, you know, it, it can only benefit everyone. There's lots of places you can do it in the States as well. I mean, you just type in baby massage and or sometimes people call it infant massage. So okay. I mean, there are different. Yeah, I mean, I like to call it baby massage, but there's also infant massage. I mean, there's umpteen things people in the states doing it as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like that's kind of on my list of things that I encourage um, soon-to-be parents or new parents to kind of check out. It's one of those things where. We just, you might not know about it. So it's good to just kind of pass that information along. Our second to last question is going to be a little different uh, for you. And you already know this, so I know you're ready to go. Um, But because you're not a parent, but you work with parents and you have been a childcare provider for years. And I feel like as someone who was a teacher and worked with children before I became a parent, you're still very much in that world and you're learning and you're researching and you're listening. So in your experience, how has uh, working with new parents through baby massage and being a childcare provider, how has that impacted your perceptions of raising a child and being a parent? I've learned so much in the last couple of years about the power of healing and how it can help parents. I mean, when I was in childcare, so many parents used to come to me and say, my baby's got colic, my baby's got constipation, my baby's crying, and how how can I and help them? 
And I learned that through touch and by teaching them this, how to touch a baby by natural result, you know, just touching them and teaching them the baby massage skills that it really, really empowered. It empowered me because I realized how, how important it was for them. And that that sort of helped me because it, I could I could teach them how to do it, and it was really really empowering for me. And being able to assist those parents with things like colic and constipation and sleep, it's it was it was a big big thing for me because I'd never I'd never sort of thought that something simple as touching and communicating with your baby could help. Could, could help so many parents and as you say I've worked in childcare for a long time so that was something that really when I when I learned when I learned the, the power of touch it just blew my mind because I never realized how important that was until yeah. I actually did it yeah so, and I mean you're I feel like the information that you have as someone who teaches baby massage or infant massage is really invaluable because if you do have a baby who has really bad colic or their digestive system is having a really hard time or they're not sleeping well as a parent you you want to you want to do anything to help your child yes. and you're also just i mean to be honest like you're just miserable <laughs> because yes. you're miserable because your child's miserable and most often you're sleep deprived and so you know having someone like you to kind of guide a new parent to get to know their baby and get to know their baby's body and to help them is really, it's really important. It's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, just because I, as you said, I'm not a parent, but I've had a lot of experience with kids and I've often done it. I mean, I've often sort of, you know, when babies have been um, in my care and they haven't been able to sleep, I've often done it myself with those babies. And it's, it's, it's nice to be able to know that I can do something to help those parents. Yeah. So, I mean, mean, thank you for supporting. Yeah. Thank you for supporting new parents. We, I feel like, you know, we, new parents still do not get enough real help and support. Um, So thank you. No, I, I, I'm glad I can do something to help those new parents because I think it's so, I think, as you say, it's so important because they don't give themselves enough self-care and, and to, and for me to be able to, give some of my knowledge to them. It's, it's something that I really enjoy doing. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, going along with talking about self-care, um, our last question is asking you about a lawn chair moment that you've had recently where you've just been able to take care of yourself and enjoy it. So what has that been for you? Okay. Well, as you know, as as I've mentioned, I live in a beautiful part of the world in the Northwest Tasmania. There's a lot of really, really beautiful beaches. And one of the things I love doing is just, even in the cold weather, is just taking my socks and shoes off and just walking along the beach and just relaxing and just watching the waves and just not doing anything else, just just walking along the beach and just just being, being with me and being with myself. Yeah, and yeah. and just breathing in the air and breathing in the beautiful beautiful smells you get of the beach. Sometimes they're not such nice smells because the smell <laughs> of seaweed. I I think so, <laughs> but it's it's just really nice to be able to just be able to take my socks and shoes off and just and just chill along the beach and just walk and just breathe in the beautiful environment that we have 
we have a, in well, I was going to say we have in Tasmania, but you have it all all over the world. But it's just nice to be able to just be able to go out into nature and just and just be. Yeah, that's that's one of the things I really love doing, and I always try and encourage parents to do that as well because I think it's important. Oh yeah, you know, being, being outside and getting some vitamin D or just yeah, breathing fresh air it it's great for your body and great for your um, for your mental health too. Yeah, from it, particularly for your mental health, especially in this day and age when you yes, with the yes. COVID and stuff, and you've got to get out and do things. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, well, this has been awesome and really informative. Um, thank you so much. It's been really nice to just learn even more about baby massage. And it makes me a little, <laughs> makes me a little, little more sad that I didn't get a chance to experience it. But at the same time, um, it's been nice to know um, how we can help our babies and get to know our baby's bodies, which is, you know, obviously an amazing thing that we get to do. You can still do it with a toddler. That's true. You know, they're just a little bit harder because they move around so much. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit more opinionated. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you. Um, You guys know you can find me on Instagram at parenttel. Um, If you would ever like to send me an email, it's parenttelpod at gmail.com. Helen, would you like to tell us how we can get in touch with you if anybody has a question or wants to maybe even sign up for your live you know in the states the time difference actually isn't that bad um to sign up for your upcoming uh zoom class well i've actually got a i've actually got a um i've recently put together and i don't know if you do this on your podcast but i've actually recently put together a sort of cheat sheet about baby massage and I, it's called, if you go to my website, which is my baby massage forward slash podcast, you'll get the, you'll get onto my podcasts. But if you go to, uh, if you go to my baby massage.net forward slash parent tell, because then um, you can sign, you can sign up to my little cheat sheet that I've got that I can send, I can send to your people, you know, your audience so that they can oh, yeah. find out a bit more about baby massage. Yeah, so they have to go to, so it was mybabymassage.net forward slash parentel. Awesome. And I've okay. got a website, my website as well is mybabymassage.net. And if they, if you, if you go onto that, you will see the, the Zoom classes coming up. At the moment, I've got one called Colicky Baby 101, as I mentioned. But Perfect. yeah, mybabymassage.net is, is a place to go to find out more about me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much um, for coming on and. Um, you know, I had a good time on your podcast too. I know that episode, um, I actually spoke to Helen about, uh, postpartum anxiety. And I actually kind of talked about how I believe that I had postpartum true postpartum anxiety and it went undiagnosed and we dove into that a little bit. So it's been great talking to you, um, here on Parentel and also on your podcast, first time mom's chat. Well, thank you, Kayla. It's been such a pleasure having, it's been a pleasure talking about it. It's it's given me a bit of an insight too. So I sort of being able to talk to other parents on, on a podcast as well. So thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed chatting to you as well. All right. Well, I will talk to you later. Okay. Thanks, Kayla. Bye. Thank you. Bye.